Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. and welcome to another episode of the gold diggers podcast women's football episode so i'm here your host moya at moya's laboratory and to my left i have marva at marva msk and lauren at lauren coys perfect um and before we start as always make sure to follow the gold diggers podcast on twitter it's gold diggers uk and, <laughs> and on instagram it's gold diggers uk underscore for some reason i thought it was something else um yes so where to start i think it's only right to start with um the upcoming final this weekend conti cup final in a game that is going to be arsenal versus chelsea now we've seen a lot of arsenal versus chelsea games um not only in the league but also in finals recently mm-hmm. and in semi-finals in the past so I want to ask you both where you think, so what your predictions are, first of all, and then we'll get into where the game's going to be won and lost. So first of all, we're going to get your predictions. So Lauren, I'm going to go to you first. I think Chelsea win 2-1. Sweet. And I think Chelsea win 2-0. However... Arsenal, man, come on. <laughs> like, really? You're going to let them do this to you? Again. 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 You, like, you're not embarrassed at this point. Yeah. Like, I think this is their last chance, really. I mean, well, obviously, there's something. there's obviously Champions League, but... Um, They're not winning the Champions League. They can't. They um, can't. So, I just... Sometimes when it's written, it's written. <laughs> they've, they've just... I feel like you've just got to go all out for this game, and I feel like that's something they haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm interested to see, because... Yeah, man, they've got to step it up for this one. Yeah, agreed. And Lauren, what do you think? Um, I, do you know, because we, we've, we're recording this and obviously the, the FA Cup game just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, it was an odd one because I think Arsenal actually created like a fair amount of chances. They should have scored they did. And, and they didn't. And I think that's the difference really that I think Arsenal in this period, I think the last time like we've discussed, I just said they're a bit on a knife edge. They're in this period where they're struggling to, to put the ball in the back of the net, not necessarily create chances, but to actually score. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think Chelsea and their mentality um, and, and the way that they play, 
they're built for finals. They really are. Like mm. Emma Hayes has built her team to 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 peak when mm-hmm. they get when they get to finals. So yeah, I said I said two one because I think if you're I don't know two nil down and, and it's fifteen minutes to go. I think they'll have a go. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I just think based on current form, uh, yeah, I, I think Chelsea will win. But this is what I don't get because I feel like in that that um, FA Cup game, mm-hmm. they Arsenal created some chances. Granted, didn't take them. But then second half, I still don't think they went that hard. Like yeah. they yeah. they stats wise, they created some chances in terms of had some shots, but it was nothing. You didn't really feel like Chelsea were particularly under threat, especially in the second half. I think they lack confidence. I think yeah. I think everyone's talking about them. Obviously, the failed kind of transfer window towards the end. I think probably if you're Stina Blackstenius, for example, you probably saw you know Viv's injury and thought, okay, this is my time to step up for the team. And then, and then you heard you your, got, your you board got, were like, <laughs> we're trying to get Russo, go, I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to and, and, and it's Wait, not you even just... You <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were relying on you. Yeah, yeah it's, that, it's not like they're trying to bring in some mid-young striker to kind of help with the, the, the match load. They mm-hmm. literally said, what we have is not enough. Mm-hmm. We need a starting striker. And I just think it's it's tough, I think, for, for confidence. And I think watching Arsenal, they just lack a bit of that you know the how at the beginning of the season where everything was slick everything was yeah. looking good they were just banging in goals left right and center they're just not there but uh, even i think moment. compared to like i know they didn't um score an open play but the game against chelsea in the league at the emirates i thought they were the better team they were the better they were, team were, yeah. it shouldn't have let that that mm-hmm. lead slip but then it's like the drop from then to to the games they played recently against city um in the league and chelsea in the cup and yeah. in the league I, I, I'm just like, what's happened? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've just really, really dropped, I think. Um, you both actually touched on a good point there um, about confidence. And yes, it would be easy to like pinpoint Stina as like someone that's lacking confidence. But do you not also think that there's other areas that people mm-hmm. are lacking in confidence? Um, and if so, what would you say they are? Massively. I think the, the defence is looking a bit shaky. Mm. Um, I think the, the first goal was poor defending really poor defending they should have come out to meet that and press that Sophie English shot yeah um but you can't let Lauren James like I feel Lauren James has got to a point now where she gets to the ball and everyone's backing off backing off backing off like somebody has to be aggressive I think they don't want to be in the highlight in the nutmeg highlight you know that with Lauren James that move is getting like WSL were going to post it and say, oh, with that emoji, there's like, oh, they don't want to be in, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. but I also think it's, it's, it's the whole, it's the confidence of the whole team because the second goal as well came from poor passing out from the back yeah. and it was very similar. Well, actually it was worse in that um, City game in the league where they're struggling. They don't really know their patterns of play at the moment, which is surprising for Arsenal and, and also surprising given that they weren't like that, even just like I said, as as recently as that Chelsea game in the league, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it came from Zinsberger just sort of playing a, a nothing ball. But that was because Raffaele wasn't sure what to do beforehand, just played it back, and then mm. Leo Williamson was like basically just left with either having to track the running player or Kerr, and then Kerr just had a, a free shot at goal basically. Yeah. Um, but that came from them trying to play out from the back, but not really having real options through the middle. And I don't think that's because they're lacking. Um, the talent I think that's because like you said they're lacking confidence and they're and, lacking and leadership I think. leadership yeah. and yeah and confidence in their ability yeah. to play as a team I think yeah. I think a lot has been said and it almost they're playing as if 
they're listening to everything that's being said online mm-hmm. and all the questions that are being asked of them. Can you cope without these big injuries? Yeah. Oh, Beth Mead, your most important player. Mead and Marsh, your most important player. And they're playing like they're hum- like mm-hmm. like they're missing their most important players. And I yeah. think um, the the spine of the Arsenal team, you know, with Williamson, with Leo Volti, it's just not clicking. And I think when they're lacking confidence and they're making mistakes. Mm-hmm then you know not your fringe players but the ones who take maybe shoulder less responsibility yeah you know if if your big players are making mistakes and you've got problems all over the pitch uh ultimately and i just yeah but you know this is this is typical chelsea they lap up these type of situations mm-hmm. um but equally I, I still think that that the starting whoever start that starting level mm-hmm. arsenal is still good enough to win the game Definitely. so it's not it's, that we're that's what i was just gonna say that like it's not how we're saying our oh, x y like this is this is this a lot of those arsenal players start for pretty much every like <laughs> yeah. every every team in the league like a but, lot of them but i think also in terms of like lacking confidence and mentality mm-hmm. um if that's playing a factor then i think what better time to step it up than a final that you know like like we said that's kind of your last chance yeah. and then it might be a chance that they just because they have that feeling of like, well, we have to go for it. We've got no other choice that maybe we see those confidence levels and those, at least the mentality step up a bit in this game. And I think there's a good chance that, that Chelsea take it for granted as well. This is probably, you know, the cup they care least about yeah. um, in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, they lost they lost the Conti Cup the final. Last, that's what so, I was thinking. Yeah, no, so you never know. That yeah. might also go against Arsenal in the sense yeah. that like, they're thinking and like, he's like, I'm, not, I'm not going to have that <laughs> like, yeah 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 word I, yeah. yeah and I think yeah Emma Hayes Chelsea is just at the stage now when she's like they just want to win yeah. they, mm-hmm. they just want to win stuff Um, but at the same time I do think what Marvel was saying in the sense that that game we saw at the Emirates if Arsenal play like that and Chelsea yeah. play yeah. like how yeah. they played in that game Arsenal should win they that should game win, yeah um, I think it's going to be a case of who takes their chances because it's not like I know people keep saying Chelsea clinical. That Chelsea aren't being clinical right now. Chelsea Maybe. are scoring, but they ain't being clinical. No, but no right one's now. no one's forcing them to and, be clinical. And, and this right is now. this is what I'm saying. So if Arsenal actually take their chances, it will actually demand a response from mm-hmm. Chelsea. And I feel like that's what we saw in the Emirates game. Arsenal were pushing, 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 and to- and Chelsea didn't have a response until that equaliser. Um, but no, thanks for your predictions, guys. Um, <laughs> Looking forward to it. It should be a good I game. Think it I think they sold quite a few tickets at Salas Park. So. I think it should be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you both think Chelsea wins. We'll see how that one pans out. Um, in the spirit of winning things, um, we have to talk about FIFA, the best that just happened. Um, two sorts of lines of discussion that we're going to go into. So, the first being... Um, Mary Epps winning best goalie. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, also, what would you say it signifies for her trajectory over the last year or so? I think, considering where she's come from, to be at a point where you're wondering why you're even playing football, ultimately, that's that's mm-hmm. where she's come from. To to be one of one, you know, this is an award that's voted for. It's not by the fans. It's not how popular you are. It's voted for by your peers at the end of the day. And I think... Uh, you know, it just signifies where she is. And I think uh, there aren't that many goalkeepers, I would say, across men and women's football, where you can actually be confident that your goalkeeper is pretty much going to save anything. As a defender, you're not worried about what's coming behind you. And I think she, her leadership, how she commands her box, Mm -hmm. um, her humbleness as well. I just think 
you know, in the space of where she was and not even getting picked for the Olympics mm. to where she's come from now, I think is remarkable. And I think it's fully, fully, fully deserved. Um, you know, without her at the back in in the, in the goal and offering what she did and that calmness, I think sometimes, especially that first game in the Euros, um, you know, I was watching the highlights recently and I was like, Sweden I forgot game. in the first we're 30 seconds. We're supposed to go one or down. We're supposed to go one or down. It was an incredible And zone. that changes the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That changes the game. So no, I I think, and I think that that's why she's won it because there are countless moments that you can remember. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you had a different goalkeeper in that goal, you would have conceded. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the landscape of the game yeah. changes. So like, you know, congratulations, she deserves it. And I think in terms of where her career and what that what that means i i, I think you know united put the put, put get the contract out if you want to keep her that's what you're going to have to do because i think she's at a level now that she can go and play at any club in the world that she wants to um i think yeah. people will welcome her with, with open arms so right. if you want to keep her you need to pay her her worth mm. tell them Lauren. tell them man. <laughs> Marvel thoughts? Yeah, no, completely agree. I think um, so deserved, and also given that before the Euros, and well, maybe sort of right up until the, the start of the Euros, but before then, in the lead up, we were still discussing who was going to play in goal, kind of thing. Yeah. We sort of predicted it'd be up, but it wasn't like a real set in stone decision. Whereas now she's so clear, like yeah. so, <laughs> clear of work, so clear of so clear of anyone else. So. It just shows you, and she's she's been so consistent. And I think yeah. to in any game, in the men's game, in the women's game, being a goalkeeper that's not only talented but consistent mm-hmm. is a very rare find. Words. You know, mm. to to have that passion that she has, where sometimes she goes a bit mad, but she still keeps it collected when she needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, distribution, obviously, some people say that others are a little bit better, but it's not like she's got poor distribution. Yeah, yeah. So she's, yeah, I think she's, how old is she now as well? 29, 29 I think. Yeah. She's still got, like, in terms of a goalkeeper, you've still got some peak yeah. years yeah. Um, of your career at this age anyway yeah so yeah it's it's, it's very lucky for for england um and united if, if they can keep her and but um it'll be it'll be exciting to see this world cup mm-hmm. um it's, it's exciting for england i think just on a whole to just have so many players that are going into this world cup <laughs> in such good form and yeah sort of at the, the peak of their careers so yeah, but yeah, congrats to her. I think she's fully, fully deserves it. Mm. Yeah, obviously I echo you guys' thoughts on Mary Earp. Um, I think she's been fantastic. I think she's been fantastic for, for a little while. For a little while yeah. now, like to be honest. I think in the last year, in fact, in the last like a year to eighteen months, I'd say like she's gone past what. Mm. Obviously, she's saying that she even thought she could do. Mm. Um. And I feel like her best traits are being highlighted in games. Like, she's focusing very much on her strengths. She knows she's a good leader. She knows she's very vocal. She knows she reads the game well. Um, and she's commanded in her box, as you were saying, mm-hmm. Lauren. Um, and I feel like that's that's what makes her such a good goalie, especially at the back and at the top level, yeah. um, where you want your keeper to be involved and to be vocal with the defensive line. Take the pressure off your defensive exactly. line. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think there's a lot of confusion with where England are at right now, and a lot of that is to do with what Mary Earp is doing in the, that defensive line. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all agreed that Mary Earp deserved that. It's a great win for her. 
Um, and obviously, guys, <laughs> we have to touch on because obviously, techie. Yeah, we have to touch <laughs> on um, who won FIFA the best women's player of the year. Um, that was Alexia Pateas. Um, I won't lie. When someone asked me a couple weeks ago who I thought should win it, I said Alexia. But um, everyone's allowed their opinion on that. But I want to ask you what your opinions were on that and then we'll go into what some other people's opinions were on that. Marva? I, I think a lot of the controversy is coming from people not knowing the dates Word. of mm-hmm. the eligibility period. Facts. It goes until the end of July. That's what... I believe. Yeah, yeah. the 2021-22 season. Yeah. So, yeah, so it started so, from August 2021. Yeah. So the only thing she missed was the Euros. I know that's big. Yeah. But still... Out of her control. From, yeah. from June of the year before mm-hmm. to June... If you were going then to before the Euros, mm-hmm. yeah. no one would argue, right? Yeah. Like that Some looked, some people would say Beth Mead, sure. Yeah. I understand Beth Mead, what she did at the Euros was incredible. Yeah. I understand that what she did in the league was very good yeah i don't think what me did in the league was superseded ma- matches what Peters did in well, her league agreed um and i think there's a slight recency bias because i think if people and also obviously in the uk we're hearing most opinions bias. from the uk yeah yeah um <laughs> because if you watched and like i remember the hype about alexia last year when she was at her peak we're talking people comparing her to messi like yeah. she had a stadium full of what ninety thousand people mm-hmm. at the new camp singing her name bowing down to her yeah. because that is how good she was last mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. like i i get i can understand that if i was me i'd feel a bit like oh come on like this is a few awards now that that i haven't won what more can i do i get that but i do think um if you're taking into account that the dates mm-hmm. then I, I don't know how you can argue it that much in honesty Agreed. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and be factual, Mm -hmm. but for me, Alexia is one of one. Um, But in terms of that period of time, if we're going to compare stats, because that's what a lot of people like to do, Mm -hmm. right? Put up numbers. Uh, When you look at what Alexia does, you know, people may call the Spanish League an easier league. Domestic even cap as well. I hate it. But but then I think, okay, fine, I can listen to that argument. Okay, Alexia, maybe she plays in an easier league. I could listen. Come to the the Champions League. This is what I'm saying. She back to back finalists. She she captains that team to to win it the first year. Mm -hmm. And then in the in the season, okay, they in this season in particular, they lost to Leon. She was top goal scorer. As she also me. had a good she's, game that thank game. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 she was trying to drag she's that team to something. Yeah. And they, obviously, the synergy wasn't there that day. Yeah, yeah. But she did score in the final as well. It, it's, and she was a top goal scorer. <laughs> and she was the player of the tournament. You have to be factual. Like, I don't... I, I think... I think, obviously, we, we're coming from the UK. And, and, and Beth has had a phenomenal... Like, she had a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. But... Best phenomenal season is Alexia's normal standard. Like at the end of the day, that's normal, her normal no. standard. That's what yeah, she does. Me. I was there at the Emirates in the group stage. Oh, um, Arsenal, Barcelona. <laughs> and when I tell you, they should have given me binoculars for my own player cam because <laughs> she dictated everything. Everything. And Beth Mead was on the pitch. So I just think in terms of when Alexia is fit, there's not a player that can touch her. She plays in a team with like Graham Hansen, Friedelina Rolfo, Bon Mati. Names, I could list you names upon names of how good that Barcelona team is. Right. And she's clear. She's, she is clear of her teammates. And I think mm-hmm. people ask the question, what more 
does, does Beth need to do to win? I think we also need to ask the question of what more could Alexia have done to win apart from not to her ACL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I also think, to be honest, like a lot of people were mentioning, um, look, first of all, I want to make it clear that we all ag- are agreed <laughs> that Beth Mee had a really season good season. Life. season. Yeah, season yeah, yeah. You would have been stood at Wembley watching history yeah. without Beth Mee. I've got Mead on the back of my shirt. Yeah. Yeah. England. Exactly. Like, I've yeah. never had an Arsenal player at the back of my shirt for anything. <laughs> mate, mate, she had the season of her life. We're all agreed on mm. that. A huge part as to why um, England mm. won the Euros. Someone did make a good argument and I'm not going to lie. I was slightly inclined to agree that like all this... I, I, anger and energy towards me not winning. Like, also, sorry, Millie Bright, let me just say, she yeah, didn't make it in the 11. Millie Bright did not make it into the World Eleven, yeah, despite the fact that she won the league, won the FA Cup, also won the Euros. <laughs> who, what two centre-backs did? Leo uh, Williamson and Mappy Leon. And Mappy Leon. Was it Mappy I'm Leon? Gonna, yeah, it's Mappy Leon. I thought Mappy Leon was put a fullback. Am I going crazy? Oh, Wendy Renard. Wendy yeah. Renard. But, yeah, yeah my feelings are sent off, but, yeah. The thing is, is... If I speak anyway, I'm, I'll be in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just think they're a massive... Marvel's going to speak. Marvel's going to speak. Yeah, she made that should be in big trouble as well. She stopped. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. She went, I wasn't, I wasn't, because I was going to profess my love for Leah Williamson, yeah? Leah, I love you. I do. And then... She's in the team because she's the face of the team and she's the captain. And, and there's, there's, there is, there is a yeah. part of that. There yeah. is, yeah, merit to that because um, it's not a coincidence that since Leah took over as captaincy that England have won every trophy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that's a coincidence. Mm. I do think she's an incredible captain. I think in the Euros, I thought she played incredibly well. Mm-hmm. But in terms of if we're looking at the domestic season last season, did she have a better season than Millie Bright? Yeah. And, did she and, have a better and in the Euros, yeah. Like, did she and have in the Euros, I think yeah, Bright, Bright Listen, and Williamson Listen, Marvin's having trouble, so no, me too, I said I'll do trouble. I love you. If we're then talking about people's contribution to their domestic season and we're talking about Kruteas and Mead, why is Sam Kerr not in the chat? Why, 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 why you know, I, I, I actually think there's me, uh, there's also an argument that the, if you're going to argue that Mead should have won. Everyone as well, we can start bringing up if we if we start saying now, yeah, why didn't Lena Oberdorf win it then? No, because you're going to No, but it's true though. Lena Oberdorf, yeah. Yeah. Lena, Lena Oberdorf yeah. won the domestic league, yeah. won the cup in Germany, got to the and final. got to the final and got young player so, of the tournament, tournament. in the Euros. You know I think with her, it's more a thing of they're like, she'll have her time in a few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See, but, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like when certain awards are picked, there is an element of your thinking of, of other course. factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like people are angry that other factors were thought about this year. But I also think as well though like I, I can get why people would have preferred Mead but anyone saying things like oh popularity or like social I'm like nah like yeah. that's not the case when it comes I, to Mead you, and Alexia yeah, yeah, you have to go and watch her go and watch her and then for me she's one of the best uh, maybe even the best women's player I have seen with my own eyes yeah. she and is incredible I feel like the popularity thing is, is also is a cop out because we've seen in so many years sorry like yes there is an element of popularity, but you have to think of why she's popular. Exactly. She's actually, yeah. uh, she's actually someone, yeah, that's popular in the game. 
purely because of her talent on the pitch. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just remember I got a potato shirt as well, actually. <laughs> I got both uh, me and potatoes. And that period, to, at the time, to kind of surpass mm-hmm. Alex Morgan as the face of women's football, because one thing about so Alex true. Morgan, she was popular, but she was Ooh. also fantastic and scoring goals. I have an Alex Morgan special. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's all coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah. But like, to, to, to actually kind of take that mm-hmm. pressure on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. 90, like you said, 90,000 people are turning up to watch you. No. Like, I don't, I, yes, Beth Mead, she's a fantastic player, but I really don't personally believe that you can argue against Alexia winning that because she's one of one. Any of, any pl- player that has a fantastic season, for me, that's her normal standard. And I think you're allowed to have wanted, sorry, just also just to close me, I think you're allowed to have wanted someone else to win by the way. 100%. That's mm. not, we're not saying you can't, we you have, can't Messi, have Messi, Ronaldo debates the all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone is allowed to have wanted someone else to win. I'm just saying purely, pe- some people's reactions, yeah, it's over the you're top. overdoing yeah. it, number one, you're proper overdoing it, and secondly, like, do you know the dates? Yeah, do you <laughs> exactly. know the dates? Genuinely, Marvel, do you know the dates? Before arguing, we'll leave it at that. Congratulations to everyone that won um, at Fever the Best. <laughs> Um, going into part two of the episode now, as always, just a reminder, if you haven't followed, make sure to follow Gold Diggers UK on Twitter, Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. So going into part two, WSL this weekend, Battle of the Fifths, Everton (laughs) versus Villa, Marva, our resident Everton fan, what are your thoughts? It's a difficult one because Everton haven't played in like a month, so <laughs> true. Um, this I'll stop until you get out of the car. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Cool. No, never mind. Um, Lauren's laughing over there as well. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen, listen, we stayed in one round longer. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to call. Um, I think the last few times we've played them, we've we've beaten them. Um, in the league, mm-hmm. but it's been close games. They've they've strengthened since, um, but we're at home. I believe, yeah, we are at home, um, and I think we're we're on a roll. Um, I think our team has found a way to to really click, mm-hmm. um, and I think it'll be a tough game. Um, I think it'll be the one of the toughest games we faced out of the top four. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we got a point against United. However, lucky it may be, we got it. So <laughs> could have got three, but anyway. Um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, I think just for a neutral, mm-hmm. um, it'll be a really good game. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, Kenza Dali coming back as well, and, and coming back as a new as a new as a person, new yeah. <laughs> player. <laughs> I was watching so, the, the highlights of the Villa FA Cup game and I was miserable. She's so I was peak. Like, she's she's, very, she's so good. Sometimes I'm looking at her and I'm like, wow. Because she, obviously, I know she has done a level up. Like, I feel like it's often forgotten that she's done the level up yeah, before yeah, yeah, coming yeah. to the league. Yeah. yeah. But like, I feel like since she's been in the league, people have been thinking, oh, what's, what is her level? But now I'm looking at her again at Villa, I'm thinking, well, she's starting to get in the French team as well. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. showing everybody, yeah. I feel like, I, I actually do think, you know, sometimes some people haven't been getting into their national team, but not because they haven't been. Mm. But in this case, I actually think that she has improved. I yeah, feel like I she's improved and that has warranted her coming back yeah. into the... I think she's been Villa's 
best player. Same. I'm gonna be honest. She like, links obviously, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Rachel Daly's been incredible, but, but a lot of Rachel Daly receiving the ball is down to is yeah, Kendra Daly, and yeah. I think it's helped like yeah, the likes of Jordan Nod slot slot into that team mm-hmm. because Kenza's there dictating everything that they need to do. I think everything good, even if you're just watching highlights of, of Villa, everything good that they do, the ninety percent of it goes through Kenza Daly, and yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting game. The, the battle, it is the battle of the thrifts because I think Everton have massively improved, you know, mm-hmm. well up on where they were last season. But And I, I thought Villa had improved and then it feels like the additions that they've made in January, they've gone up again. So I actually but, think it'll but then be with them, very, they, very They've had a few games where they've, like, because Everton, every time we've played, we've uh, cut aside. Um, in the league, we the only teams we've lost to other than that first game has been to top four opposition, mm. whereas Villa have slipped up a few times, have, but have gotten a few points, points from, from the top. Yeah, yeah, which is why we're, we're equal. But mm-hmm. um, I think we're level on points. I think we're as well. Or maybe I can't. Remember. I think or we might have, have a game in hand. <laughs> I think we might have a game in hand, but and so there are a few points above us or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, um, we're we're close. Um, so I think they do have a few mistakes in them. I think they do yes, they do have some some weaknesses in them. Um, so it'll be yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Villa, Villa are on 20 points. Everton are on that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 19, but Everton have a game in hand. Because I think Um, Everton have been consistently good with an identity and you can understand i think everton's system mm-hmm. but i also think some of the maybe the inconsistencies in villa is because their their squad has changed a lot um this season and then it's kind of changed again in in january but no, i think it'll be a good game i think this it's nice to have a game that doesn't involve the big four where it feels as if you know you're going to see really high quality football mm-hmm. um and you don't really kind of know who's going to win it. it, it yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a big game, and it's nice to kind of have um, hype around a mm-hmm. you know a game that's just not you know one of the big four. So I, also, I feel like as well because we've there's been a few games now where we've we've had this with Villa, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like even just creating I don't want to say rivalries, but at least those kind of slight grudge matches yeah, yeah, at mid table that that you feel like 
even if you're not competing, like, because in, in men's football, I've got so many teams I hate just because yeah. <laughs> at some point we were competing yeah, with them yeah. for something. Agreed. I've got no idea why I hate them still. Yeah. But just over time, you start to build that up. And I feel like we're, those kind of clashes are helping to lead that. Agreed, Speaking agreed. of as well, having a look at that table, do you know what kills me? I've just realised that Everton women have only like a few points less than Everton men playing half the amount of games. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> as I have once tweeted, I'm solely an Everton woman fan. <laughs> no, love that. Um, yeah, and I I completely agree with what you both were saying. Um, I think that the games where there's not much of a difference in terms of like ability, starting lineup, are the best games. Um, just because both teams go for it. There's not re- because both teams were, are going into it thinking they can win. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be like a sitting back element. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes when there's a golfing class or talent or whatever, you get one that's team, when one team keep sits it back. Yeah, but this one I feel like it's going to be an end to end because you both pretty much could win. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's just going to be about who's going to create more and take more of their chances. Um, good luck, Everton. Um, <laughs> I quite like I quite like you lot as a team, and I quite like Villa as a team. To be honest, you know Villa's got a lot of our a lot of United players, so I feel like I've got I've got some stocks in there. Um, I like Carlo Wood as a manager. I think they're they're building. I think they are building. They're they're both blueprints to other sides in the league. Not not mentioning anyone, yeah, but um, of of (laughs) what what the kind of the structure and the building and the development of a squad is supposed to look like. Mm. Um, So yeah. yeah, must be nice. Love I mean, that. look at whatever were two seasons ago and last season. So yeah, literally. There's, there's I've had about 26 there's managers. People have short memories. And you're only as good as your last game. <laughs> it's true. Um, I mean, we might as well talk about a team that should be following that blueprint um, in Lauren's team, Tottenham. Lauren, who have you got this weekend and what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are we're going to lose mm, because mm. we have Manchester City. Um and you're nodding straight. Away. I mean, I'd, I'd probably <laughs> we have to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, the the form that Bunny Shaw is in alone, Ridiculous let alone striker. the rest of the team. Um, Chloe Kelly's finding form now. Yeah, and, and and you look and think City City can sniff that they can also close that gap on third. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's even. It's even a bigger problem. Oh, yeah. Now. So the, <laughs> you know, the, I think they they know they're in the mix yeah. and yeah. they know that this is a game which they should win comfortably uh, and it's about approaching with the right mentality. But I think as we saw last season with the second half of City season, they kind of clicked and then they mm. realised they need to push. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah, especially if Beth England is still injured. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's going to be painful. Like, the way we're playing, um, yeah, I want you lot to get a win from. Top. I want Beth England's goals to mean something. So do I. <laughs> so, but at the moment, I just want her back on the pitch. I think yeah. the the FA Cup game. I, we had, you know, we have been playing better. Our performance against United was really good. Okay, we didn't get anything out of the game. It was good. But I earmarked this our FA Cup game against Reading to say, okay, this is our level now. Mm. This is now about you know showing that these improved performances can lead to results and i remember I, I i parked my car and i checked the team and i saw that beth england wasn't there and i just wanted to start the car again yeah and drive back home but i didn't um and you know we created so many chances and we didn't score and it was back to watching us going forwards before christmas 
Um, and yeah, it, it feels as if we're in a situation now where all of our hopes are pinned on one player and mm. it's a lot of pressure. And I know Beth, I know Beth can take it, but, but yeah, it's kind of, and again, we're not going to have Evelina because the FA are a sick joke. I don't care. <laughs> I will say it. We'll get onto that um, as well. But yeah, so it's, it's kind of, um, that, um, Evelina and what she does in our midfield to kind of shore up shop, take the ball comfortable under pressure, you know, kind of does that six role. Nobody else is kind of doing that role. So I, I'm also concerned about how many goals City will score um, against, against, against City on stat pad. Like yeah. you know, some teams they take mercy. Like after two, three, they just start. They Switching start focus on, on the next game. That's when they'll start bringing <laughs> on like some other people. City will run it up to six before they start bringing on. Exactly. Like even it's um, at the weekend when you're like following the notifications of, of their game because mm-hmm. it's a separate Spain road. And then you're like, oh, it's oh, it's four, five, oh, six, six seven. seven. Yeah. And yeah, you, you're right. They're mm-hmm. the only team, I think, at the moment who are seriously stat padding because mm-hmm. usually you do yeah. see it from from Chelsea consistently. You see it with the big cricket score lines with Arsenal mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny because they, their goal difference is actually out of the top four is the lowest. So I think they're due a serious step pad. They've been step padding in the cup and they've not yeah. been step padding in they, the they've league. They've been sort of getting a few sort of one nil, two one, two nil. Yeah. But the, yeah, they're gonna I don't see <laughs> I don't see with the team that we have available, you know, quite maybe Beth England will obviously make a difference as she plays. Mm-hmm. I don't see how we keep out the num that many goals. I yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take a breath. Yeah, I, I don't know what because, I'm going to be watching. Um, I mean, it would be wrong of us, I think, not to. Mm, hmm, how do I want to play this? Actually, no. Okay, cool. It would be wrong of us not to bring up um, the Evelina Sumanen incident. Ella Toon incident. incident. We'll put a times in the middle. So one name times this incident. Um, Marva, if you want to take us through what happened um, in said incident. So to recap for people who don't know, essentially Spurs were playing Man United. um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. There was a little little foul, little tackle, little coming together. Like Ella Toon. Um, you know, she's got that passion. She's got that anger. Yeah, she didn't like being brought down. She didn't like being end. brought down. So she goes over to Sumanen, who's on the floor, and gives her a big push into the floor. But via the shoulder. Via, via the, the shoulder. It was like the shoulder, the chest. Shoulder, chest. But it wasn't a... Her face was... But she, she meant it. She meant it. it she pushed her into the ground. It was aggressive. It yeah. was aggressive. Sumanen covers her face, as we see many players do when there's any contact around and, and that rolled, area. And rolled around and rolled. with her she face covered. It. She bought it. Fair enough. Yep. It ended up being a red card. Ella Toon gets sent off. Um, the FA then look at the incident post-game. Appeal, and they Manchester United appealed. Yep. They rescinded the red card, which I was quite surprised about. But, Same. I mean, kind of fair enough. She didn't actually hit the face. But even so... It was aggressive behaviour, so yeah. I was a little bit surprised that they... And an act of retaliation, act, yeah, which yeah, yeah, the yeah. FA said, if it is an, an act of retaliation, it would still be upheld. It falls in the violent conduct yeah. Yeah. category, which um, you could argue it probably did. Yeah, because it wasn't like they they were shoving each other. Yeah, yeah. She went over and one, shoved her yeah. on, on the ground. Yeah. Um, and, but then where, go, where it goes even crazier is that the FA doing something I've never seen before, mm-hmm. which is they have banned 
they've given a two game suspension yep. to Sumanen for covering her face rather in than her act, chest in an act of deception the deception of a match official is mm. the clause mm. that they reference now for me <laughs> people might come for me <laughs> for this one <laughs> but I feel like it's a little bit sexist. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it falls into that whole thing of in women's football, we don't dive and there's yeah. no foul play and we all get along and we're mm-hmm. all lovey-dovey and blah. And it's like, no, nah, there's diving, yeah. there's simulation. And if you're going to be as an FA, because it's not just a women's FA, you're the FA. Yeah. If you're going to, if you, your standpoint really is to stamp out all simulation, mm-hmm. then we just saw it in the Chelsea Spurs men's game. It's true. We saw instances like that. We see instances all the time. For as long as I have been watching football in my many years of life, I see incidents like that all the time and no one that I've seen has ever been banned yeah. retroactively mm-hmm. based on deceit. I've, I've seen it in terms of like a dive, but in terms of another player has been sent off and mm-hmm. possibly rightfully sent off, that's crazy to me yeah i i get it if you're if you're really laying down the line you're saying look from here on out or this whole season we're clamping down on any simulation we don't care if you said that from the beginning fine i don't mind but you've got to keep that consistent now and if you're going to keep it consistent i want to see it in the men's game and the women's game agreed lauren thoughts <sighs> it's um obviously i'm still very angry because i'm a spurs fan and it directly <laughs> affects my team <laughs> um <laughs> I think it's a joke. I think if we also the context of the incident, it's literally five yards from the touchline. That means not only is the referee there, that means the fourth official is there. That means the lines person on the, on the opposite side mm-hmm. is also there because the incident's just half like literally just mm-hmm. over the halfway line. So you're telling me three match officials, three match officials couldn't see between them what had happened. And to say that you have been deceived, mm. deception, deceived <laughs> means that you're, you've looked at Evelina and said, oh, she's holding her face, therefore she must have got punched in the face or mm-hmm. something. So three of you didn't actually see what happened. You've made a judgment based off of a player's reaction. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've seen players who have, uh, they hurt their ankle, but they're holding their face because they want to get the game stopped. Or rolling yeah. around yeah. multiple yeah. times. And, and like you said, we literally just saw it with, with Emerson Royale Ziyech barely caught him and the guy walked backwards, fell on the floor, was rolling around on the floor. Is he going to get a a, a ban for deception of a match official? I just Mm. think it's a joke of a decision. Mm -hmm. Even to me, like, okay, they wanted to overturn the red card. I could have accepted it. I I saw that that announcement and I just went about my day. I went about my day because I thought it doesn't affect me. Then I have to play Man United again. Good for Elatoon. Good for you. You've got a big match against Chelsea coming out. Do we not play you again? We do, yep. uh, but, but not. It won't so affect, it won't it won't affect, affect the band. It won't affect us in, in the next couple of games. Ella you know, gets to play against Chelsea. Get a season-long ban. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay, fine. To, to actually to charge Evelina for mm. being a victim of an act of retaliation, I just think it's a joke. We, where have we seen this before? What is the barrier? And I think if you're telling me that three match officials were not competent enough mm-hmm. to actually understand what happened at that incident, three of them. It's one of those where it's like, it sounds like a you problem, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what? You, you got deceived. That's, yeah. that's a you problem. Why has the victim of the incident been punished for something that the officials couldn't see? Yeah. I just think it's a joke. And I think you're directly impacting 
my team who are, we're battling, we're in a relegation fight now. She's one of our most important players. Mm. And I don't, I don't see what example it sets. The only, mm. the only thing that is highlighted is the FA's incompetence, that disciplinary board. I haven't really seen anybody, apart from the passionate, you know, United fans who, who will back their players regardless, anybody that's neutral in, in the situation, I haven't seen any of them put, yeah, deserve. No, do you know what? I have seen, I have seen a few people in the sense of like, oh, good, let's, let's stamp simulation out of our game. Mm. It's which, which, I mean, it is. It I is. think it is. It's but simulation, but it's not. It's not worthy of her getting banned. It's not worthy of her getting banned. And also, and I just think if you're gonna do it now, you've set such a precedent that you're gonna have to do this anytime anyone does yeah, any simulation. Not, like, and it's like, like I said, in men's it. and women's. Because <laughs> if it happens in a game, it's so like let's say, for example, I did something to someone, and I can see that they're doing like they're using simulation now to convince you. I'm going straight to the ref and say, sorry, did you see? Yeah, and if you if you don't red card, but this is what I don't get as well because it's a um a suspension. Mm-hmm. So if it was to happen on the field, like if the ref had clocked that's that, would they have given her a red, red card? They wouldn't have. They would because have it's yellow. yellow. It's a yellow. Yeah, yeah, because when you die, it's a yellow for example, diving. It's, it's yellow exactly. for diving. That's what I'm saying. Let's be honest here. Even me as a United fan, I can say FA cop out, refs <laughs> cop out. Like the refs shouldn't be refereeing based on someone's reaction to something and for you to say you only gave the red because of that act of deception means you're you ain't doing your job do you know what i mean like yeah. you're not that's not that's not how your job is supposed to be performed do you know what i mean um that was my first thought as a united fan and my second thought as a united fan i'll be honest was wow we really do have lioness riz and <laughs> that we're really stepping up our, our things I would, if it was I the other way around this wouldn't have happened yeah wouldn't it you lot don't have, have lioness riz and that's what i'm saying also, <laughs> we have perfect Liddell, if this <laughs> happened if that happened in men's football against a, like and it was a top six team or top mm-hmm. four team that got the the benefit of that decision there's riots on the streets Agreed. about yeah. that decision. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. It's, it's, it's one of the worst uh, retrospective... Actually, one of the worst decisions I have, I have seen in, in years. Yeah. In, in years. And, uh, and honestly, the, the, the FA and, and, and how uh, our games are being officiated, mm-hmm. they're not getting positive feedback mm-hmm. at the moment. And I just think... I, I, I cannot understand because I, I will because I have been personally impacted by this anytime I see that simulation I'm at that iron because they should be banned because yeah, my eyes are going to be on the you, you're my eyes are going to be on every detail now keep the same energy because if, I, no, need, it's, I do it's need ridiculous. to look into that rule about the, the suspension because I remember it did it happened with an Everton men's player and the Everton fans still go on about it to this day to be like because Umar Nias got a retrospective ban for diving but he's like the only person that's ever happened to since. Yeah, this is the problem. So I'm like, it's yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, just yeah, I don't know what who, what side of the bed that the, the disciplinary board must yeah. have woke up that they decided. You know what? We're going to penalise that. But yeah, we are we are where we are now. But um, yeah, just it's just not it's not fair Sorry at the end that, of the Lauren. day. Yeah. Sorry about that, Lauren. One Sorry about that, Suman- <laughs> Sumanen and um, yeah. Sorry. Um, but tune well done <laughs> I, I didn't say that mom said it <laughs> um, guys all we have left now is some listeners questions um, if I can find them um, oh yes first question um, it's an open question Whichever, whoever wants to answer can answer <clears throat> 
Serena said recently that she's not just going to put people into the England squads just because they're now playing. So <laughs> I want to ask you what some people that aren't in the England squad mm-hmm. right now would have to do, in your opinion, to get in. Um, you can choose with like, whichever players you want, but yeah, just answer that. Start uh, with Beth. I, yeah, we can, we can start with Beth. Obviously, the reason why um, Beth England came to Spurs is because she needs to be playing football, mm-hmm. apparently, to get in, into the Lionesses squad. I think her actual performance from, from when she moved, um, you know, she, she's pretty much scored in, in every single game. Um, she's been our best player um, by a country mile and didn't make the squad. So I, that that one was a surprise. I, I, I really thought that, you know, she's actually hit the ground running. And I think if if she is playing every possible game that she possibly can and That's she's so scoring in mm. pretty much every game that she's playing in, I then don't know what more you would have to do to actually get into the squad. It's then just the case of, I don't know, personal preference. But I just think, you know, somebody's upped and changed. You know, I think we have to think about mm. the, the impact. Someone has upped and changed their routine, their life, chasing to try and get in a squad. They're doing everything they possibly can. They were good enough to get into your squad when they weren't playing that much. Mm. Um, and now it's it's not good enough. And Maybe it's just time, though. Like, maybe it was just quick. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe she obviously she knows what Beth's going to bring to a squad. Yeah. Um. So maybe she, you know, she doesn't need to assess her because I think Gareth Southgate does that as well yeah. and uses that excuse. Um. But but, but, but yeah. then I guess you've got like Ebony Salmon now. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, Ebony but she doesn't like her. She doesn't really. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to say it in it, but Lauren said yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, mean, <laughs> like, I just, she doesn't. She doesn't really. And like I actually think Ebony Salmon is really good. Yeah, she's a really good player. It's just, it's just funny though. She's been in like every squad, but just, yeah. uh, just it's not a good omen. All the way back. It's, it's not a good omen yeah. that she that she comes often and doesn't play. And it's also not a good omen that when um, England played USA in that Wembley game that. Lauren Hempstead as a number nine. Mm, yeah. Make of that what you will. Um, Marva, thoughts? Um, I'll bring up two. I think I'll go from an Everton perspective and Gabby George. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about playing time, it's an interesting one because, dare I say, Jess Carter. Yeah, there are players in the um, squad who don't play. Carter does not play regularly. And um, some people are aren't playing well. And, and <laughs> she's um, Serena's tested her out a few times now. Um, seems to value her. D- don't get me wrong; I think she's a great player. But um, I think Carter and Gabby George are two very similar players. They can, they they can, can cover both. The they can, yeah, yeah, they can play in a back five. They can play as um, the left sided centre back. They can. Mm-hmm. Or in fact, just Carter play left sided. She can. Yeah. She yeah. has. Um, they, they can play as a yeah. fullback and given the kind of lack of fullbacks that we have mm. um, in the squad, I think. Um, and Gabby George has been very consistent this season like and, and also very good attacking as well, which mm-hmm. she hasn't shown before. Mm. But also we know she can play at centre-back. We know she can play at fullback. So um, I just think with that, it's going to be a case of, of who Serena kind of favours more. But it's it's interesting that some some examples are going that way especially if we're talking about you know Beth and kind of well maybe was it better for her to just stay on the bench at Chelsea yeah. <laughs> in that sense um and then the other one I'll bring up is Jordan Nobbs who's in a kind of similar scenario in that she's gone away to a different club to get more minutes initially wasn't in this this England squad for the Arnold Clark Cup I thought actually did 
very well um, against Italy. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's done enough just in, if you get that chance when you are in the England camp and mm-hmm. we kind of don't know what, what Frank Kirby mm-hmm. um, is, right is, is, yeah, is going to be yeah, like going into, into, a, mm-hmm. into yeah. the World Cup. So I think she'll have a chance, but at the end of the day, it's like, there's a lot of competition and I do think while it might seem like favoritism and, and um, you know, England men's like Southgate gets us a lot as well. And I, I get the thing of like, why are you not picking players in form or players who are regularly playing, but you do a tournament. Yeah. Continuity. When it comes to international football, you have to, you can't just pick your, your best 11 in the whole yeah. world. Yeah. You Agreed. have to go with players who are used to your system because you don't have that long of them but, but to that's train why them. The Beth England one surprises me yeah, because she yeah. was part of that. Squad. And that's she, where I think she'll get back in. Yeah. And I, I hope she does because, it's not. It's <laughs> not like a Gabby George who hasn't really played with the team, so mm, you've yeah. got to try and slot her in. I, I would even say Jordan Nobbs is in the the Bethingham bracket. Yes, she didn't go to the Euros, but she's been in and around the England setup. Not for really a long with time. Serena, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It feels. I I I I say this about Gareth Southgate. I like my managers to maintain the same energy. So if you come out and say <laughs> that this player hasn't been picked in a squad because they're not getting enough minutes, mm-hmm. and then oh, I was going to name a name, but I'm not going to. I don't want to be rude. But, well but, but, but yeah, but and but we do have some players in in the squad that do not play much or bench players for their big team. Or they're um, playing and they ain't good. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or not, sorry, not, not good. Or, or, or they're playing and they're not better than some of the people at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it just makes it difficult to understand the, the reasoning. And I, I think this is just a problem with with English football and, and the culture. Because you don't, in, in, in other countries, there are far more press conferences, there are far more explanations that, mm-hmm. that actually come out um, because of and people have to explain decision making but I think it's quite closed door um, within English football so we don't really understand the thinking and I'm not asking Serena to come out and draw her, tacti- her tactics board mm-hmm. and, and show everybody but it, it just would help um, a bit more if there is a bit more transparency uh, in, in the decision making. Sweet. Um, the person I was going to say is actually going to lead us into our next question as well. Um, the person I was going to say is not someone that has been in the setup for years, to be honest. Uh, but I think that her form right now warrants a potential call-up. Uh, and I was going to say Hannah Blundell. Um, She's been wicked. I think she didn't start the season that great. I just thought she was all right. I think in the back line, out of the four, she was probably the mm. most, like, mm. the easiest to not remember to be, like to shout about. Um, but I think since we've come back from Christmas break, um, I actually think she's been probably one of our better performers in the team, not even just in the defence, in the team. Um, so, yeah, I would say her. I think that she's been playing now at a consistent level and at a team that keeps a lot of clean sheets. And she plays with now. She plays in a team that has a lot of Lioness players yeah, as well. So yeah. I feel like that will also help. I feel like she has a really good connection with Ella Toon. Um, my Letizia looks like obviously she's she's making the England squad exactly Um, so yeah so I would say her and that was going to lead me on to my next question which we'll just answer briefly Um, obviously Rachel Daly right now looks like she is going to go as a nine Um, hallelujah yeah honestly Um, so I was going to ask who would be your left back 
essentially. He would be the left back that you choose. Um, but yeah, now that it's not going to be Rachel Daly, essentially. Gabby George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tough one. because I tough. would say my first choice probably would be Alex Greenwood. Yeah, Alex but Greenwood. depending on the opposition, if I know I'm coming up against pacey wingers, then I'm maybe going to have to to either change my system or, or go or oh, in terms of who actually is getting picked well, like a Jess Carter maybe or go to a back three I'd, but I think um, I think Greenwood gets yeah, it I think, I think she Greenwood, is actually going to start as well yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think she's very unlucky because the last season at the Euros I feel like she got injured just at the point that the kind of the starting yeah, 11 well, was starting, but also you know, people were thinking yeah, people yeah. were thinking that Leah was going to play in as a six, and that. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm so happy <laughs> but, that. But it was looking died. like it, it was looking like <laughs> it was going to be Greenwood and, and Bright. Yeah. 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 She she literally lost her starting spot, like the the gate, the first yeah. game of the yeah, year. Yeah, she yeah, lost her starting she, she spot ready to, in the fit. at centre back mm. because number one because she had COVID, and number two because Serena realised that Leah can't play six. She can't play six at the top level. She can't play. She can't play at, at six. Leah, we love you. No, obviously. No, <laughs> some games is a six, Leah. Cash Le- money. Leah is a top, yeah, no, she is. A top center back here, but no one's trying to see her yeah. versus Germany's midfield. Let's just use our brains here. Let's, no one's trying to see Leah at six. To be honest, I want to see Abedorf versus Leah head to head, so she I'm not about it. Listen, but. there was one warm up game just before the Euros. <laughs> And Leah played in a six, and she was not good. Mm-hmm. And that was the game that Serena decided <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. So it was a mixture of that. But yeah, so I think we're all agreed. Yeah. Alex Greenwood. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think we'll just draw it to a close there, guys. Um, thanks for this conversation, sharing ideas, all that. Um, as always, make sure to follow the Gold Diggers podcast. Um, at Gold Diggers uk on twitter and gold diggers uk underscore on instagram to my left you can follow marva at at marva msk and you can follow lauren at lauren Coys. don't be surprised if i ask what a bag is catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.